What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. Welcome to Two Kids and a Career. Okay, so we're picking things back up with Rachel Sauter. She is the owner of Leopard Boutique. You can find them locally in the St. Louis area, three different locations, also online, leopardboutique.com. And in part one of our discussion, we were talking a little bit about social media and it's a necessary evil. I probably talk about social media in every single episode at in some sort of form because it is a necessary evil. I would be lying if I didn't say I needed it for this podcast. I do. It's the way things are now. And it's right. But it's 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 a challenge. It's a I, it's a love hate relationship. So your thoughts on social media and the future with your girls, because I'll tell you for me. Oh, I, I, I struggle with that. I struggle with what is it going to be like? And absolutely. Absolutely. And I, it's, I don't know. It's hard to know what it will look like. Um, this is maybe very naive of me, but part of me just thinks that it can't continue at this rate. Um, I think kids are so smart and they're so insightful. And um, I know right now, I mean, kids get phones at such a young age and it's necessary. You need to know where they are. That's the society we live in. But then they have all these social media apps right away. And they have, you know, these young girls have, I have like, I have, Three businesses, three stores, and I'm like trying to get my followers up. And then I look I at know. a 16 year old girl, and I'm like, 12k, 12,000 followers. And you're not even doing things. You can't even anything. drive yet. Like it's it's <laughs> mind blowing, but people. it's it's just different. Um, but I've I've even heard a couple things about some kids already at a young age. You know, only using it so so much time on spending so much time on social media and putting not doing it so much. And I just think that I don't know. It is it's just it's hard to navigate. And in this, you know, I'm almost 35, but I'm older than this social media bubble is. So it's hard for me to I think it's gonna be the younger the younger generation that kind of dictates and decides where it goes. Well when I was on maternity leave with Charlie, my sister had sent me this article um, I'm going to paraphrase really the whole thing because I don't have it in front of me. And anyway, she sent me this article about social media because her youngest son is getting ready to be a sophomore in high school. And they have talks with him about social media a lot, not necessarily because of something he's doing, just because you know they were talking to their son about social media. It's something now parents have to do. But anyway, this article talks about, let's say, an eighth grader 15 years ago versus an eighth grader now. The eighth grader 15 years ago is in the cafeteria, slips and falls, is embarrassed. Kids laugh at him, but it's done the next day. Nobody brings it up. An eighth grader now slips and falls in the cafeteria. Someone immediately gets their phone out. They start videoing it. It is online everywhere before the kid even gets home from school and he is embarrassed. Uh, he's just sent through the ringer by his friends and and is ridiculed. And all of that could lead to that eighth grader doing something that I don't even want to talk about. Um, stuff that we have to be concerned about as parents. And I 
I hate that. And that's totally true. It's totally true. But in the big scheme of things, social media is relatively new. I think you're right. I don't think it's going away. It is everything. It's important for your podcast. It's important for your business. It's important for my business Mm -hmm. very much so. Um, I think that there's a lot of um, talk about, you know, unfollowing um, if something isn't making you feel really good. And yep. everyone everyone is looking for something different. We're all seeking something that makes us tick, that makes us feel positive, that inspires us, that encourages us. I'm, you know, so I think finding the people, following the people that, are, you know, you see their feed and their posts and it feels good and relevant and helpful. And the ones that don't, just unfollow. You have the choice. You, do. you don't. You have the choice to just go away. And and I'm thinking when you're talking about this stuff, too, maybe there is a turn coming where social media is m- more for positive. I mean, you have to there, hope. I You do. You do. It does seem it just seems like hard to maintain at this level to me. But again, I'm I these kids are born with it. I mean, my five year old knows like, oh, well, we, we can find a picture of somebody on Instagram. She knows that. Well, my almost three-year-old YouTube, that's her thing. I mean, I try to do educational stuff, but some of those educational videos, some of the commercials in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. And I I think as parents, we need to be mindful of it. And um, we've noticed my daughter is five and also likes YouTube and... (laughs) Dr. Squish or something. It's like this person that just opens toys. I don't even really understand. I know. I, I don't, don't even, even know who it is, but I, like, I'm like. i so sick. And I don't know how she gets there because I'll start her on something educational yes. like you. And then all of a sudden it's Dr. Squish. And then do you look at your husband slime. and you're thinking, we can open toys and make millions of dollars? Like, oh, like, yeah. How? how is this happening? I know. Anyway, so yeah. it is just keep it. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this. It is. It's they're they're just growing up with it. And it's our job as parents to, um, I don't know, restrict, just watch their behavior. We've noticed if she spends too much time on time on YouTube, her behavior starts to get a little wacky. Yeah. So, you know, we do have time limits and I, you know, just trying to select what they do and what they don't watch. Um, but I, this is a sort of a philosophy I have on food, but I think it could be the same for social media. Um, and I don't, everyone can do whatever they want and feed their kids whatever they want. We have always been a house that has, we have some sweet stuff. We have some chips. We have fruit. We have vegetables. We have healthy options. We have an array of things. And I think for my kids, um, if they go somewhere and they feel like a sweet, they'll have one. If they don't want it, they won't because it's an option. It's not this like forbidden fruit thing, you know? Right. So I sort of try to have that same philosophy with, the YouTube thing. Like I know some people just don't have any screen time and any TV and any Mm -hmm. of that. And that's, that's great. And you're prerogative and good for you because I don't, sometimes I need it for my break, but I also, so I, and I think it's sort of the same thing. You take something away, you're really restricted and it becomes that much more desirable. Yeah. I mean, you can be in that camp or you can be in a different one. And that's a really great way to, to do that. especially too with the food, it's given me some different options too. Well, with my five-year-old, she'll have playdates, and I have had. I mean, I'm, I've even I've just seen it. I know that we'll have kids come over, and I'll usually ask the parents, like, "Is it okay if we, you know, maybe get a treat if we have a cookie or lemonade?" Just because everyone's different. Um, and a lot of times, there's a few that'll be like, "Oh yeah, we really try not to drink lemonade or anything at our house," but 
that's fine if she's at your house, that's fine. And I'm telling you, the kids that don't have lemonade at home, I give them that lemonade. It is gone in like a second. Mm -hmm. And Mary will drink a juice box of lemonade for two days. I put it back in the fridge because she has it. Because it's accessible. Yeah. So it's working for me. And every family is different and every kid is different and every, you know. We're always looking for advice. So that is... I, that is, that was great. I mean, you you never you're always googling things or asking right, friends that's true. or that's even true. this. And it's just good to hear about somebody else's experience. But that's been really successful for us as far as um. I mean, sometimes I'll say, "What do you want for a snack?" and she'll say, "Broccoli," and sometimes I'll say, "What do you want for a snack?" and she'll say, "Fruit snacks." And I think it's either one's fine. So I try to have that same philosophy. I'm sorry if I'm getting on track. No, track, that's but a I, great same analogy. sort of idea for social media and screen time you know I like what do you want to do right now mary i want to i want to watch youtube for a little bit what do you want to do mary i want to do an experiment and see in a big bucket of water what things float and what things sink what do you want to do mary i want to do an app on uh, my ipad that teaches me yoga yeah i want to watch dr Squ- what do you want to do mary i want to watch dr squish put toys in slime i mean it's okay. We're the examples. Yeah. And we definitely paved that way, too. Absolutely. Your girls, uh, about four years apart, how are they as sisters? Well, they are so different. Um, mothers with multiples, I'm sure, can relate to this. I'm like, I don't, I'm doing the same stuff. I do the same thing every day. We do this. We eat the same things. We watch the same things. We do the same things. How are they so different? Kids have a personality. They oh are my born gosh. with a personality. So my <laughs> girls are completely different. Um, my, Mary's first word was yes, which is so rare. I, it's always no when it's hot. L- a little kid. No is always the first word. Mary's first word was yes. Vivian's first word was no. And then shortly after no was no way. So these kids <laughs> are different. But they um, they love each other. It's, you know, the four-year age gap was not exactly what I planned for. Um, but it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's perfect for my family and for us and for my girls. Um, Mary has, you know, is able to sort of have her own thing. And she's a big girl. And Vivian has time just with me because Mary goes to school. So um, it's really worked. It's really worked well. And they are so, so sweet together. But they are so different. And, you know, it's not. It's not always easy either. It's not. They argue. And I think for a four-year-old, she was alone for a long, not alone, but the only one for right. a long time. So it's an adjustment. But it's it's worked really, really well for us. Let's talk about back to the boutique and Leopard. And um, I encourage anyone that's tuning in to this episode that didn't listen to part one, please go back and listen to part one to hear more about how Leopard's not just a boutique to shop in and it's more than that what are the goals for leopard boutique in the future what do you see what do you want to see happen because something else that's coming to mind with rachel hallis and her latest book girl stop apologizing she talks about being persistent and she said um she i think she t- posted a picture of her first tv appearance which was on a local news channel and then she posted a side-by-side of her with Kathy Lee and Hoda. And she said it was an eight-year difference that nothing really happens overnight. Absolutely. And you have to be persistent and you have to keep growing. And I know for me with this podcast, she made me feel a little bit better because I'm kind of one of those people that I want everything done before I start it. 
So we all want that. We want this instant gratification thing. It's really, really hard. And when you're doing something big, we have to be patient, but it's hard. And then that's what she talks about. And so I I thought, oh, my gosh, my Instagram is not where I want it to be. But she keeps reminding me. I think she's talking to me like, hey, when I started out, it was not where I wanted it to be now. And guess what? In another eight years, she's going to think what's happening now is not as great. So I'm trying to be patient, but persistent. Yes. And so I want to know. Because I know that this has been a long time coming for you. What are those patient and persistent things for you with Leopard? Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually thrilled you a- you asked me this because um, it has grown. Some days I'm still like, it feels stressful and I don't know what we're doing and we're figuring things out. And other days I think, my gosh, it's almost been seven years. But seven years ago, I was standing at our first location before it opened. We had, we had taken loans to get the store started and... I had worked in retail forever and we I hadn't actually worked because we were just getting the store prepped and I had quit my job and I wasn't going back there. And I stood there before we opened and I was like, oh, my gosh, what if no one walks in? Mm. And it was scary. But people came and people supported us and have continued to shop. And my goal went from just wanting to open a women's clothing boutique. It it changed and it became wanting to offer a special experience for our customers and build positivity and touch people and create relationships with our customers and do more than just selling clothing. And from there, it grew um, to we had more employees and I wanted to make a better work life balance for our employees and encourage them and have them around me to support me and just build something special. So that's sort of how it expanded. And we are up to 22 employees now and we have a management team because three stores in an online is a lot and I can't do it alone. I, I recognize that. So we have this management team. Um, It's composed of myself, my husband, who has been a partner in this, um, our buyer, our um, creative director who does a lot with our social media, and um, our district manager. So it's the five of us. And we have been talking a lot about Leopard's 10-year goal. And we really struggled because initially you want it to be monetary. You know, we all want to make X amount of money. And then we wanted to be, well, we got the stores to make this amount of money. And then we, nothing was like fitting, feeling right. And we kept going back to our customers and how important they are to me and how exciting it is to be, have touched as many people as we have with the three locations and the online. And it was like, the goal should be about our customers. So our goal is, and this is a big one, 100,000 customers, because that means we have touched 100,000 women and 50 employees. So that's our goal. And it's all it's I am proud of it. I'm excited about it. Um, and I, I think we're going to do it. I would have never thought that 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 shows exactly what kind of person you are. Well, and it's not just me. It's the team of people that I have around me. And I just feel really, really blessed and lucky to have the customers that come in that they think I'm helping them. They're helping me, too, because I know people have a choice in where they shop and we're all busy. Sometimes I'm like, Gosh, golly, thank you for taking this time, this extra 30 minutes of your busy day to come and shop local and support a business and support a community. Because with online, we have an online site and I know online is so important and Amazon is so easy for all of us when we're so busy. And I I get it. I use it, too. 
But um, I think we need to remember that our, there's something special about our community mm-hmm. and the neighborhood that you live in, and where you want to walk with your kids and take your stroller and get your coffee from a local coffee shop and shop local and support local. And it's really, it's important. I talk about it on my radio show all the time. I want to support local and shop local as much as I can. And you you hit home with that. And I, when you were talking about your goal and the customers, I remember when I came in for a second photo shoot, um, and you can hear about that first photo shoot in part one of our conversation, there was this jacket that you had me try on. Can you, what, what is the name again of that jacket? The Chow Milano. <laughs> the very, very popular Chow Milano. This thing, I get compliments on it all the time. It's good for fall. It's good for spring. It's good for warmer winter days. It's good for cooler spring days. And you, day. you pay a little bit more for it, but there's a reason why. Yeah. So that first time I ever saw it, there was a woman in there who had just had a baby. And this is what I'm talking about. This is what it's like at your store. She had just had a baby. I was pregnant. And she said, oh, my gosh, I have that jacket. You have to get it. And I said, well, should I wait until after I'm pregnant? She's like, uh, no, I had it the whole time I was pregnant. You have to have it. And then she said, I told my mom she's going on an Alaskan cruise that she needs it because it'd be perfect for that. It's great for travel. I said, my mom's getting ready to go on an Alaskan cruise. I think that she needs this. And I ended up buying it for her for Christmas because she loved mine so much. Yeah. But we just formed a relationship in there. I remember the woman. You learned about trips and travel and you're pregnant and you're talking and you're getting cute in a jacket and everyone feels good. And It was her, her mom and her sister and their her like two week old baby. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. It was... It was cool. It was really, really, really cool. We're lucky. We have great, there's a lot of great people um, supporting this business and working for us. And it's a really, really fun, it's fun. And I, you know, it's great. I'm lucky. I support you. Uh, I know you do. I support your business. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I really try to stay um, humble and I still wake up every day just thankful that people are coming into my store and shopping with me and us and my company. Like, blows my mind. It really still, I'm thankful, I'm grateful, and I'm blown away. Well, I would love to have you come back and talk about lots of other things because I know that there's so much more that we can talk about and um, I, I hope you will. I would be honored to. I would love that. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review. And don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career.